Hi, this is Audrey, and I'm on every Monday night at 8 p.m. on Hope with Audrey. I'm so excited to have Joey Curley on with me tonight to share a testimony that he wants to share about trauma and what he went through with so many different um, issues, and I want him to share it. So I don't want to give any of his details without him sharing, but I would like to say that he is from Lincoln, Alabama, and I met him through Facebook, and he has a wonderful testimony to share. Hi, Joey, are you there? Uh, yes, ma'am. How are you? I am good. I'm so glad that you're here. Is this the first time sharing your testimony, or have you done this before? Yeah, I've shared my testimony in many churches. Man I've, I've, shared, I've, I share my testimony online every day on Facebook, or, or uh, I put it every once every week, every two weeks or so, put it up there. Yes, I paper and I share it with the whole world. I try to do everywhere I go. Everybody I see, I let them know about Jesus. That's our job as Christians. We are to go ye into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. As greater as He that is in us, He that is in this world. And we need to let the joy of the Lord be our strength. Amen. I agree. I'm in the same boat. I feel you know that's the call of our all of us as Christians to share the good news of Jesus Christ and what He has done and to share our testimonies. Um, so, so Joey, if I can ask you, if you could share a little bit about what you went through and wherever you would like to start, because, um, you know, the listeners would love to hear your story. Amen. Okay. Well, when I was a teenager, you know, how it is trying to hang out with, with the right crowds or with the hang out, try to be cool or whatever, try to fit in with the crowd and try to and I started getting into drugs and started getting into drinking and stuff. And then, and then one night when I was 17, I was with a, uh, I was out with some friends and I wasn't driving, but the driver was drunk and we were drink, uh, taking pills too, doing pills and drinking. And, and then he ran up, he ran up the road into a culvert. A culvert is a little pipe going underneath the driveway, like a tunnel going underneath the driveway. He ran into a culvert. And then out of four people in the car, I was the only one hurt. I was in the back seat, and I hit my head. I guess I hit my head on the metal part of the seatbelt because I wouldn't wear my seatbelt, and or either the door panel or the uh, window. I'm not sure, but it knocked me out, and I was in a coma. I mean, I, it knocked me out. I don't remember much. I don't remember nothing about it at all. But the helicopter came and picked me up from from Eleventh uh, Avenue in Pleasant Grove, Alabama, between. Highland Forest and Twin Fan Road at 11th Avenue. I remember that. And it took me to uh, Birmingham Caraway. And there I was in a coma for about three days. And when I woke up, thank God that I woke up when I, when I came out of the coma. And I had to learn how I had, had a brain injury. I had to learn how to walk, eat, talk, my name, my family, my friends. Basically, it was like being born again, you know? And wow. I was, Rough time, and then I uh, I spent the whole summer of 1997 in the hospital. I spent a, a month in Birmingham Careway. All I remember about that is drapes around my bed and, and a lot of people. And then then I started. You know, I went to Lakeshore Rehab there in Homewood, Alabama, and then I started. I started walking, and I started eating, and I started talking. Wow. Started, then, then I got out of uh, I got out of uh, the, the hospital at Lakeshore Rehab and. Uh, I guess in August, the school was about to start, and there was no way in the world I was going to be able to go in school. So I had homeschooling. I had 65, just giving it effort. But I really tried my best. 
And then, then, then I went back to school in January, my senior year, and then I had four electives, and then I graduated. And then life's going good. I was going to church, and I, I believe and right after that, right after that, I started going to church, like I got saved. And then, and then the devil, he's here to kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. He's like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He is the prince and power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. You want to look that back up at John 10, 10. First Peter five eight and Ephesians two two, yeah. but yeah, the devil's here. To, he's here to kill, steal, and destroy. He's here to trick us. And so I fell back out of church, fell back in with the bag with the wrong crowd again, and I started doing drugs again. And then I end up, I end up doing something I shouldn't have done, like some kind of mixed up, toxic stuff to make you high. And I was drunk. And I said, let me try uh, some of that. And I got, I got a half cap full. Then the whole cap. Let me try some more. And then I thank God I got in a fight that night with the driver because if I didn't have to go to the hospital the next day, I probably would have died in the meat department there at Walmart and Best Friend. Wow. I was going to work. But yeah, I was going to work and then something could turn turn left and go to the hospital to go ahead and get stitches. And then when I when I laid down to do stitches, it was a, this was before eleven o'clock that morning. And I had to work eleven to eight that day at Best Friend and Walmart. And uh, that morning, I was at 10.30, closed my eyes, and I woke up at 5 o'clock that evening. Uh, I'm not sure what time it was, but I woke up. I was in Birmingham, Caraway. Not Bessemer, Caraway. I went to Bessemer, Caraway, but I woke up in Birmingham, Caraway, and they said I had quit breathing. So that ambulance rushed me to the, to the Birmingham, Caraway. So that's wow. another time I lost my life on life support. Wow. And I've done had things happen to hell, my testimony, where I lost my hand in a forklift accident when I was in the Union. Had 18 stitches in my hand, another half inch, so I lost my hand. I shouldn't be walking. I had 10 stitches down my right, 10 them down there on my right leg. So God is powerful. Now I just... Wow. Give it all to God, my friends. Give it to God. He is controlled. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, anybody else probably would not be here. And how do you feel that God, what makes you feel that it's God that did this for you? And it wasn't just some random coincidence or, you know, some, you know, some freak accident that ha had you stay alive. How do I say it? <laughs> well, that's because uh, I just believe it's God touching my life now. And now I'm on, now I'm preaching online every day on Facebook, early with Curly, where I preach every morning. And I'm, I'm sure, and I'm, I'm going through the whole Bible. People say, how can you preach just me? I read Bible cover to cover. I've, I've read, I've heard a lot. I've read a lot. I've read a lot of books. But I've never wrote that read cover to cover. I've been going to Peter Baptist College in South Carolina and going to uh, South Haven Baptist College there in Tennessee because I was working at Plant Vocal for four years and nine months in, uh, in Augusta, Georgia. And uh, we're, going, we're going through my third divorce now, but I just... Please pray for me because I, I've been rushing into relationships. But uh, but now now I uh, <clears throat> and now then I start going to South Haven Baptist College and then then while well, we're in Facebook, but now I'm here back at Honda, working working trying trying to attempt to hire again for the third time. But I'm trying to get a permanent job here. And uh, but if I believe the God touching my life because I without Him we are nothing. As it says so in John fifteen five, without Him. Without me, you can't do nothing. He is in control. He is the one that has changed my life. And, and I have backslid from him many of times, but he's always done stuff to where I go back into prayer and ask him back 
and say I'm just asking for forgiveness and ask. Yeah, he, he's in control, folks. Please give your life to God because Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh from the Father but by me, as he says in John 14, 6. He is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, which was and which is and which is to come. The Almighty. And he's coming very soon. Yes, he is coming back very soon. Um, um, Joey, I just want to make sure you're there. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Oh, good. <laughs> the connection. But that is such an amazing testimony. I have a question. Now, do you have any residual um, issues because of the accidents and all the near-death experiences? and or, or are you totally healed? Where are you at in your recovery? Well, I, I used to. Uh, I'm, I'm good in my recovery. I hadn't, next month will be 10 years that I've had a drop drink of alcohol. And about 15 or 16 years since I've done any kind of drug. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's changed my life. It's got me focused on the Lord. And, and I used to take I used to take methamphetamidate after I got out of the hospital to help me stay concentrated on focus on my work. Yeah. But now now when I was working at Blaine Vogel, they said, I don't think you need the medicine. So I, I stopped taking it, and now I, I can work without it. I don't need it. I, I don't take any medicine now, but maybe some heartburn medicine. But that's just life right there, you know? Wow, that is amazing. So you were taking meth and you got off of that. How did you do that? Was it through Celebrate Recovery or were you going to meetings? Um, AA, NA? Um, no, no, no. When I was taking, I, when I was taking meth, I was just taking the pill. It's it's just what it was called, methylphenidate. It wasn't. It, it was just a pill to help me stay focused. That was that was that was by the doctor. Yeah, that doctor doctor prescribed medicine. That wasn't. Yeah, I, I've done meth before in the past. The past, but all I did was maybe stay up. So I saw, I saw no real point in that. Because <laughs> I, I was like, well, okay, it's safe. I'm, I can't go to sleep. Okay, yeah. I'm bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I used to work um, with a lot of meth um, addicts, and that was a hard one to get past. But you know, with God, all things are possible. Um, this yeah. is. It's amazing your story. Now, how long, if I can ask you, were you drinking, and how did you stop drinking? Our God, prayer, because the reason why I fell down to my knees, praying to God, take it away from me, because my dad, because this when I was going through my through my through my second divorce, and then where I was being used the whole time, I was going through my second divorce, and uh. And then when I just, I just said, I said, well, Dad, can I get a beer? And he said, yeah, you can have one. <laughs> said, one beer, I'm going to have one. So I said, I'm going to quit. And then I prayed about it, I put it down on my knees, and I started reading. I have all such I used to do. And I used to try to remember the scripture the next day, but I studied the day before. And then I couldn't remember it, so I thought, okay, I'm going to start writing it down, putting it on the wall, putting it on paper and put it on the wall, start memorizing the scripture. And now here in my camper, and I also in my dad's house, I got post-it notes all over the wall, all the different scriptures that I preach, that I preach every day. Going to the Bible, uh, God is so amazing. Thank your life, friends, I promise. Yes, hallelujah. Oh, this is such an amazing testimony, especially, you know, that you were near death and you, you know, God just restored you and now you're working and, you know, you're getting through with the Lord. That is so amazing. 
Is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners? Anything about yourself, if maybe they want to get in contact with you, um, you know, or anything like that? Yeah, you can uh, please add, please follow. You can't add me as a friend. This new Facebook thing, you can't add me as a friend now. I gotta, you gotta follow me. I hate to tell people to follow me. Does not make greater than me that he in the world. It says my first full four. It's all about Joey. But uh, yeah, please follow him now. I'll try to add you as a friend. And then I just, I'm preaching the guy on Facebook. Then please or follow me as follow me. And there, or you can also go to at Partners and Praising Official 8733 for me, young man, Billy. Um, since it's 15, now we opened up a YouTube page where we, we worship the Lord together. And he puts, he, he posts on that, puts the, where I, where I post on Facebook, he puts Facebook and puts it on there on YouTube on our page where I, every morning. And, and I, uh, I put it, I do usually do a, uh, do a tour every morning too on that page. So y'all put it out too. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I have a, um, a YouTube page too. I have about close to 6,000 uh, subscribers and, you know, God will speak through the airways. That's what he's doing right now. Radio podcasts, uh, YouTube, TV. Facebook, um, TV. <laughs> yeah. I probably, and maybe we can get that with 6,000 is a lot better than 400. Four, four, well, I got 4,500 right now, I believe. Oh, that's wonderful. In fact, when I tag you with this podcast, I'll probably put one of your YouTubes up there so people can listen and get to know you better. Um, would you like to say anything to the listeners, maybe um, just some advice to them or any, you know, last minute, um, just something you want to share with them, maybe an encouragement. (laughs) The word, the word is what's going to last forever because it can be was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The word was made fit dwelt among us both grace and truth. That's John one and John one fourteen, because the grass withereth or fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his my word shall not pass away, as he says Isaiah forty eight, Matthew twenty four, thirty five. Read the word, that's what's gonna last forever, guys. And get out there in the world. Follow Jesus, get saved by grace through faith, which is not filled, which is given from God, not works, lest any man should boast. That Ephesians 2 9. So please memorize the word. Yes. Read it, read it, burn it, let it cherish. Come up with us preaching one time, our LS. Read it, live it, and share it. It's all about Jesus. Yes. You know, just as, um, say one last thing about that is, you know, I had also been doing drugs and alcohol, um, years ago. And one of the things when I was getting discipled, the pastor was actually a Messianic rabbi's wife would tell me to read the word and it would actually heal my brain from all the, you know, chemicals and from all the abuse of the alcohol and drugs. And it did. And when I was reading the word and memorizing, it started healing my brain where I started remembering things and you know i went back to normal by reading the word god can heal you by reading the word and declaring and decreeing scripture and speaking it out loud and memorizing it so i it really is the word of god and it's living and breathing and it's sharper than any two-edged sword 
And, you know, he wants us to share our testimony. He said, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So it's so important to give our testimonies of how God got us to be overcomers. And he wants us to be overcomers through um, our testimony and through how he got us through, because it's not by ourselves. And your testimony is really powerful. And, you know, thank you so much. You know, I did read it before you came on and um, I was really moved because you said that you had shared, or I don't know if you shared in um, Celebrate Recovery or you were part of Celebrate Recovery. Have you ever shared your testimony in Celebrate Recovery? Not not in Celebrate Recovery, no, but I have. I have given in many different places since then. I never really seen in Celebrate Recovery. I just, uh, I just was going there for a little while. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been to NA meetings, you know, because I grew up in an alcoholic in a environment with, you know, my step family. And, you know, the meetings are really helpful um, and celebrate recoveries. And I do a trauma group. So I always encourage people to, you know, get into support groups. But sometimes God will heal you on your own. You know, I went through a, a season where with the um, drugs and alcohol, I, I wasn't in any um any kind of program and God healed me and delivered me just by the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and just his Holy yes, spirit. Yeah. And, you know, when you love God, you want to obey him. And I have stories of, you know, miracles of how he healed me too and delivered me. So I just thank you so much, Joey. And I, if anybody would like to um, know more about him, his name is Joey um, Curly. Do you want to spell your last name um, for the listeners? Yeah. My first name, J-O-E-Y, last name, K-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And just add me up, uh, follow me on Facebook, and then I uh, post my testimony on there. You can read it on there. I post it on there at least once or twice a, a week, or once once every two weeks or so. And, uh, yeah, God is powerful. Please on on on, on Instagram, on uh, YouTube, it is uh, at Partners in praising official 8733 you can write that down too and add me as a follow me on on, on youtube okay thank you so much joey and, and and for the listeners that are listening you can always um get me on abministry.com that's a is an apple b is in boy ministry.com i have a trauma support group every wednesday at 10 30 and that's um, EST AM. It's free on Zoom. And I really encourage people to come. I go through a curriculum and we pray for each other. I have um, techniques to heal from past trauma and abuse and drugs, alcohol. And if you need a trauma coach, I'm here for you. I'm your girl. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much, Joey. God bless you, man of God. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. God bless you, ma'am. Thank you. Bye. Bye.